Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? This the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts. And you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to. You need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Uh, on today's episode, I have a very special guest with me, an independent artist by the name Karma. Karma, say what up and let the people know where you're from. What is up? What's going I'm on? I'm glad to finally be here. It's your, <laughs> you know, I'm just chilling. It's your girl Karma, and I am representing North Texas. Nice. And how is it over there? How's the weather over there? Is it crazy hot? Because over here is hot, so I'm pretty sure over there in Texas is even, even hotter. This Texas weather is crazy, man. I'll tell you what, I'm from California, born and raised, and it's, you know, we got seasons over there, kind of. Over here, you got every season every day. So it was raining earlier, hardcore storming, and now it's sunny. I don't know. <laughs> I hear you on that, man. It'd be like that over here sometimes, too, but we get hit with the snow that'd be just coming out of the blue. Sometimes it's a wonderful, beautiful, sunny day, that the next day we get hit with a tsunami or some shit like that. It's always different, man. You never know. That's crazy. I couldn't. Yeah, see, I couldn't do that. I'll take this weather. <laughs> I know, right? Um, so, what do you got going on right now? I know you do music and everything, but let everybody know what type of music do you do? What's your style? What What's your your What would you say is not just rap music, but what exactly would you define the type of music that you do? It's hard to define what I do because I don't like to box myself in or label myself. But if I had to, I'd say probably hip hop. So I do a lot of um pop rap if you will and my music is all about embracing who i am self-love spreading positivity and you know just being me there's never going to be a song that i put out that you know i didn't put my whole heart and soul into and um hopefully people can feel that you know i like to touch on taboo topics you know i'm part of the lgbtq community so i got to make sure i represent that heavily and um i love talking on mental health because i think it's important and i think we can prevent a lot more suicides and suicide attempts if we just talk instead of making it such a bad thing because it's not everybody has low points i totally hear that that's what my music is i i I hear that and i understand that and i totally appreciate that too because i myself am a person that truly believes in that also i've experienced people who've took in their life over you know things of stress and anxiety and, yep. and just I feel I understand I've been in that position you know I can't say I relate to everybody I'm pretty sure everyone has you know their highs and their lows and it's different than anybody else just like you say you know and it's good to talk about it and that's the thing I feel like you know a, a big majority has to do with people feeling like they're alone and little do they know there's so many people that are can are going through similar situations so I myself appreciate you yep. for doing that and being open about it and being and bringing that more out there to the table to make it as a norm because I myself am trying to do the same thing in my own way. So that's why I feel like I had to have you on here also because I feel you can tell from not only your music but from what you're posting and always trying to spread positivity regardless of what anyone's background or, or ethnicity is or whatever the case may be. And I like that. I like that, that no one really tries to draw a line or label anybody based on anything besides anything just for being real and who they are you know um but another thing yeah go go ahead no 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 i was just agreeing with you yeah i think we have a delay that's what it is 
Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, all right. So another question I wanted to ask you: what is what is that first got you into making music? Oh, um, you know, I don't know that there was really anything specific. I've kind of just been into music my entire life like my if you ask my mom she'll tell you i've been singing and dancing before i was even talking and walking it's just music has just always been something i relate to and it's how i communicate like i wouldn't be like talking to people normally the way i communicate is i'll send you a song and that's how you know how i'm feeling at that moment um but i kind of think it was um my late grandmother who used to always have us do karaoke and i can remember being you know probably six years old doing Britney Spears and Spice Girls all the time and then as I got older Push It kind of became my go-to karaoke song and it's kind of what I use to open my shows now um but it was really graduating from college my mom said if you get a degree you can do whatever you want and so as soon as I got my degree I was like all right I'm pursuing music it is what it is you said I could do what I want and so that's kind of where it, it started progressing but it all started probably back in the womb my mom was a club kid and she was just always in the club so music has always been like in my family my grandparents always played or did karaoke and we were always dancing my mom always made us you know move so I think it was just always having music around and being in our ears that it just is something I fell in love with it's just basically in your DNA then basically it's just in the family it's all around you. it kind of feels that way I like that I really like that and what is it that you would say inspires you or who is it do you think you have someone in particular that inspires you or is it something like a goal or an, or an idea you have behind your music or behind the artist um who you who you're trying to share with everybody like what inspires you most to make music and keep making music you know a lot of for a lot of people it's having people hear them for a lot of people it's celebrities you know, for a lot of people, it's, it's a person or, you know, the want for money. And I think for me, even if nobody listened to me or followed me, I would still create music. But I think my biggest inspiration has been watching my four parents. You know, they they all came from different backgrounds, different, you know, my mom is Hispanic and Native American. My bio dad is Native American and white. My stepdad is a big German guy. My stepmom is Russian. And they all came from very, very poor poverty places. But to watch them grind through their lives just to give us, you know, what we needed. And it wasn't always easy, but they always made it happen. And so for me, my inspiration is that I want to be able to give them everything that they never got. I want to I want to be able to kickstart their, their dreams and goals. You know what I mean? Like, it's never too late to start their dreams. And so if I can... If I can make that happen through mine, that's that's my inspiration. That's my motivation, I should say. They're my inspiration, but their dreams and their goals are what's my motivation. I really like that. I believe in that also. That's something that I've told myself. Like, I was always doing music myself also, and then I stopped, and then, like, I just pivoted because I started seeing I was getting more... I was getting more attention and attraction and more stuff going, and I felt more better doing the podcast and, like meeting people like you and other people who have that same moral compass because of the fact that i see that you guys are are not doing it out of like a greedy or all the independent people that i've been meeting online that i've been networking with that i see that we've been following each other for a good long time not just a couple days or a couple months but i mean like a good couple years or a year or so or plus 
it shows that we've always fucked with each other in some way in the sense of like we always like like we always retweet the same stuff we always post the same type of things in the sense of like yo we we all want to do the same thing we all have the the same thing in mind of like yo just because you're over here you're over there it doesn't matter it's really simple just to try and make something someone's day better just by reaching out and sharing something positive sharing something you experienced and you went through whether it's good or bad and being like yo look like it happens to me too like and then always just letting them know like yo Every day is a new day, some good vibes, everyone needs good vibes, and some people forget it, you know what I'm saying? Some people, all they see is negative crap on their phone 24-7, so to see all that stuff, and in my head, I'm like, yo, if I could surround myself with that many people, there's no reason not to, and the same way that you're saying about your parents is the same thing I say in my head, I'm like, yo, if all I could do is say a few things on a microphone to where it keeps people from feeling down about themselves or having a bad day but at the same time puts me in a position where i could change the life of my loved ones then i want to do it you get what i'm saying like whether it's making a song whether it's doing a podcast whether because it's what you love to do and to you and i'm pretty sure you could relate to this to, to you to do music i'm sure it's like breathing or drinking water, or it's easy, it's nothing. So to you, you look at, yo, if I could do something that's as easy as breathing, that could change my family's life just by putting myself out there, why am I not gonna do it? Exactly, that's exactly it. And I, so I, I totally I totally feel where you're coming from with that. And um, as far as all your music, what would you say describes the type of music that you create? Like, do you put yourself in one category or would you say you do a little bit of everything and if so what would you say that is like what a genre a style or a topic or like what do you think is is the type of what do you describe your music as i I, see it's so hard to label it because i don't fall into any one genre every song is different it has a different theme a different vibe a different message but everything is me it's it's karma um and do you have do you feel yeah that's what i'm saying even if it wasn't a a a genre like what would you say if you had let's say if you if you can only use a few words to describe your music not even genre not like hip-hop not r&b not not crunk not none of that stuff but like even if it was just words of emotion or something that you felt like gave a good description of one or two songs or anything, what do you think it would be? So that if you only had, if you had to describe your music to to a six-year-old, but you didn't have that much time and you felt like they would only get it through a few words, like like happiness, anger, hope, like what would you, what would be the few ones that you think would describe karma, your, your genre and your style, like your catalog right now as of today? I would say it's honest and from the heart. It's it's real. It's me. I like that. <laughs> I was I was thinking you were gonna give me some other like uh like crazy thing, but I I was waiting for you to see if you would switch up. That's why I kept asking you the question, but you you kept it real. I like that. Okay. And as um as far as keeping it real and everything to yourself, what would you say your creative process is like? Being that you're representing and you're you're expressing yourself and sharing every part of you the good the bad and you're sharing also that side of you that you want to let everybody know it's okay to to share it doesn't matter whether you're gay or it doesn't matter whether you're straight it doesn't matter whether you're black it doesn't matter wh- whether you're white it doesn't matter wh- whatever to me i feel like 
all the songs and all the things that you put out is like yo it doesn't matter what it just be proud of it and just wear it with pride and share it with everybody that it's okay like don't hide it don't be ashamed of it and everything but what do you feel your creative process is like because i know some people like you say you have you don't have it's hard to just describe your genre or your catalog or what you feel like it would be if someone would be like yo like are you hip-hop are you this so you could tell them that it's straightened from the heart so what do you think your creative process is like do you just go off of life experiences or do you try to mix it up and go about other things that you haven't experienced yourself but you know that you can relate to like what's your creative process like is because i know your catalog i was listening to it you have different types of songs they go from this to that so my thing is what do you feel is your way of of going about it do you just go day by day or do you plan it out because i know there's some people that make a blueprint of like a project and they'll be like all right i'm going to put three emotional songs or three party songs or or do you just go with it and if it you have seven songs that are like the same energy that's it that's what it is so i think i'm kind of different in that aspect because um first of all i have probably close to 300 songs that are just written that don't even have beats and then there's sometimes where i'll buy a beat and i'll want to put one of those songs to it but i can't so i'll end up rewriting or you know writing a whole new song and then I just have these lyrics just sitting here um, as far as projects. So like come and get it, for instance, it was kind of strategized, um, but it kind of wasn't. So the songs that I picked for it, I wanted, I knew I wanted to put work on it. Work I had had written for almost two years and was waiting on some features who fell through and that's okay. You know, life gets hectic. I know there were some deaths and some stuff came up. And so I just took the song and ran with it myself. And I knew that there was a couple others that I wanted on there, like Girl Power featuring Otaku920 and Jazzy J. I knew I wanted to have some kind of female empowerment song on there. Work is for the, you know, that's for self-love, that's for acceptance and loving yourself. And, um, you know, there's Stop Telling, which was my way of telling society and, you know, social media norms that I'm not going to conform. I'm going to be who I am and I'm not going to make music that you know fits in just because that's what's popular i'm going to create what i want to create um so i you know i wanted messages at the very beginning of the album plotting and scheming was kind of me telling you all of my dreams and like how i'm going to make that happen and then as we get to the middle it's more party songs we got be the one naughty naughty um you know drop it low frantic you know those two feature daz monique and b funk and those songs and king dice men those songs were all just like, you know, fun, like get you moving. There's not really a deep message, but you know, you, you get it. You, it's a club song. Um, and then as we progress past those, we get into a little bit more sexy stuff. Some I see you, the interlude, which was, um, all of this featuring Matthew Seth. And then as I closed out, I wanted to have like more messages. So, you know, I got squad goals, which some people said was corny. I don't really care because I love the song. But it was just, you know, a reminder that I got my people, they got my back. Um, and that featured Grant Four, and he's, he's phenomenal. And then I closed out with Insincerely because I wanted, I wanted people to be okay with talking about suicidal thoughts, suicidal attempts, and suicide in general. Because I don't feel like it's talked about enough, especially in music and especially in hip-hop. I feel like it's it's very taboo. It's very like the people don't want you to talk about that stuff because it's sad or you know it brings down the mood. But in all actuality, that's how people 
if you talk about it, especially celebrities, if they talked about this stuff more in their music, people would feel more inclined to talk about it instead of just taking their lives because they, they feel like nobody understands them. You know, how could a celebrity ever feel that low? And how could, you know, somebody with money ever, you know, feel that low and feel that way about themselves to the point to where they want to take their lives? And it's, it's, that's the case. It happens. Money doesn't solve your problems. You know, there's so much more to life and overcoming trauma and finding yourself. And it takes so much time. And I, I wanted people to know that, you know, yeah, I was 16 and I wanted to kill myself because I was being bullied because I'd been thrown out of the closet. But now I'm 28 and I'm alive and I'm living and I'm happy and I'm embracing myself. And I really don't care what anybody else has to say now. And it, I just wanted people to know it, it gets better. It takes time, but it gets better. You know, those feelings won't always be there. So I wanted to give every different aspect of karma in one album, you know, from dreams and goals to um, female empowerment to self-acceptance and embrace to, you know, feeling yourself to dancing it out to remembering that, you know, I love my people. They love me. I got their back. They got my back to, you know, these are my biggest secrets and my, my most vulnerable state. And I wanted everybody to know who I am and what I stood for. And I think I encompassed that in this one album. And it was kind of like me taking my music back. So 2020 was me going against everything I had done before, which was, you know, just trying to fit in and, you know, give music that I didn't even like listening to, which most of it is gone now. I removed it because I just, it's not what I stood for. And I didn't want to go against my own morals. I can't, you know, preach something and not practice it too. And so I wanted to make a difference through my music and be real with who I am, how I feel and what I believe. I, I understand where you're coming from as far as um, the whole deleting certain songs that you feel like doesn't go with things. Because it's just like you mentioned even before that. You went through these things at an age of 16, and then now you're at the age of 28, and now you're sharing with other people that it's okay, that, you know, yes, it's hard times, but yes, you get through it, and yes, it does get better. And that, I do appreciate you for that, because like I said, it's it takes a lot for people to be open about it. And like I said, you sharing your, your personal stuff, your personal experience, not only to let people know more about you, but more of letting, it's like, I feel it's a selfless thing because you're given you don't have to share personal stuff the same way that people don't need to brag about how much money they have they don't need to go around bragging about what they don't have but the thing is a lot of people you would think they they talk about certain situations for for only a personal gain or something but it's like when you really think about it, it's like yo you really have nothing to gain from it other than the, yo you're just trying to show somebody like it's it's okay you that this might happen to you because it happened to me and if it does you're not alone but it's okay because I went through it. These are the things that I went through to get through it. You get what I'm saying? And it's like that not a lot of people have the yeah. balls to do that. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, oh, they want to complain about people or, or so quick to say anything and judge anyone for putting themselves out there or voicing their opinion or sharing their life. Meanwhile, they don't have the, the balls to, to do it themselves. But they're quick to, to say some dumb shit 
for someone sharing their story or to judge them or say, oh, well, you should have yep. did this or should have did that. But it's like, all right, but at that time, you don't know what that person had. You don't know how their life was. You don't know who was around them. You don't know who was there to help them and not help them or who was there to make it worse. Or you don't know. You don't know. So until you really listen to the full yep. story, you can't sit there and say nothing. But the fact is, is that what they need to do is, and I see... I'm trying to my best to make it more of a norm. And I see people like you are doing the same is to instead of just being so quick to jump and being negative about this and this, you need to look at the whole picture and understand it because it's really not about like, oh, I'm doing this because they're quick to think you're doing it for some type of like, oh, a quick attention thing. But it's like, yo, have you looked at this whole entire profile and looked at everything they post every day and know that they're consistent with it? This isn't something that just happened overnight and they just decided to start talking about this like they know what they're talking about. They live through it. They have first-person life experience with it, and they're only doing it to avoid someone else getting to that point that they feel like there's no other option but the worst option. And I, yep. for one, Absolutely. really, I appreciate that. And real quick, the other thing I wanted to get to, um, being that you, you mentioned your creative process and everything that you were doing and why you're doing it, my thing is if um you was to have being that like you representing the lgbtq what would you say is two if it let's say if it was two if you had two people whether it was artists or uh, influencers or social media or actors whoever stars let's say you can only choose two people to work with one on the track on a project and one working live on stage who are the two people you would pick and why you have to be lgbtq no it doesn't have to be but i'm saying being that it's like you said oh, okay. you, you 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 specifically because i feel like you like you said you want to work with people that help spread all these messages like who would you want to work with that you feel would help boost your karma like that in, in the sense of your your image of karma, your idea behind it, your plan, your goal of spreading this this positivity image, this message. Who do you feel are two people that would help b boost that? That would do it uh, even more. That would help you reach a bigger audience yeah. to really, you know, what I'm saying, who do who like? I'm pretty sure you have people that you would love to work with, but who do you think would be the best combination if you had to pick? Oh, I mean, anybody that knows me knows. I absolutely love Missy Elliott. I had since I was a kid. I've grown up watching every music video, listening to every song. I had every CD. Um, when she followed me last year, I about I I was I could die happily. Um, so her, I mean, her positive mindset is amazing. Her music is phenomenal. She's a producer, an engineer, a lyricist. I I think working with her would just that would be it for me. Um, and I know people hate, hate, hate Justin Bieber, but the man's a genius. I didn't like him growing up, you know, as a high schooler, but listening to his more recent stuff, I feel, you know, he's, he's, he put out that song lonely and it just, it broke my heart because, you know, he's in the spotlight and he had a platform and he used it to speak on, you know, being lonely and feeling alone, even though he's got all this money, he knows all these people. And that's what I would want if I was in that kind of limelight, I would want to use my platform that exact same way. You know, the song Hold On from his new album, Justice, I think it's, it's 
I, he's heading in the right direction. I just, I think he knows what he's doing and I think he's brilliant. So the two that I would, I would pick. That's actually really dope. One that Missy Elliott follows you. And that that's that's like right there. That's you got props right there. So you, I don't know where anyone can say anything that they want. And I feel like that's like a bag so you can just whip out in front of their face. Like, I. Right, so do you have one of these? Like, <laughs> so. And the other thing is, I can totally relate with the whole Justin Bieber thing. Like, I guess I feel it's like you said he used the platform and everything. And a lot of people, there's a lot of love and hate with the whole thing. But growing up, I did not like him because I felt like his stuff was a whole bunch of poppy stuff. But as you get older, you realize it's like you said, you, you heard, I always have a thing that's like real recognize real. So when you hear someone really talk about some real shit, like you can tell it's real shit and they really went through it. And you can tell when it's just like, they're just talking out their ass. So when as yep. he got older, you can tell he was going through some shit and he was letting it be known he was going through some shit. Like, the writing was on the wall. You could tell if you listen from album to album and all his little projects he would leak out and everything and do on his own, he was basically like, yo, I'm going down this little slope. And and when things went bad, he was like, yo, like, I don't know anyone in my position would be in this, would be going through this and would stress and would go, all I was doing was what I thought was right. You know what I mean? So it's like anyone who would sit there at yep. his age and had all this given to him and, and didn't know what he was doing. And they were just like, yo, do this, listen to this, do that, don't do that. Like, and when you get older, you're trying to make your own decisions and you're so used to having those, those maps already drawn for you. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to find out the hard way that it's not like that. And that's all he did. The whole thing is that when you're that type of person and you're in the spotlight like that, it's hard to live a normal life and try to make mistakes here and there and learn. Like we make mistakes and yep. for us, it's hard and we have to keep it to ourselves. These motherfuckers make mistakes and they're on the spotlight like it's it's 24-7 in their face and they can't really distinguish whether they're doing the right thing, the wrong thing. Like they're reading comments and going by all these other. So it's hard. And that's why I say it's it's a lot of people talk a lot, but yet they don't have the audacity to even really show the real life that they live or who they really are. But yet these people have no choice. It's like they have things and cameras in front of their face. If not, it's like people like you who are choosing yep. to do it because you're trying to spend, uh, you're trying to uh, spread a, a good positive message. And instead they try to like find a way to try to like make it some, I don't know, man. I just don't like people being negative and all this crap online. It bothers me. I don't see the point of it. I don't get it. Like, I understand things bothering Absolutely. you, but if something bothers you, I really don't get why you would take the energy to actually pull up the keyboard and start typing something when, I don't know. But I, I totally agree with you, and I, I'm still kind of jealous about the whole Missy Elliott thing, so props to you for that all the <laughs> real. <laughs> um, another question that I want to ask you. So if... Um, Wait, hold on. No, wait, my bad. Duh, if what would you say? No, we already did. Uh, you already answered that one. So there's no point for me to ask. Sorry, I, I listened to your songs and stuff and I started writing down a whole bunch of different things. All right. So what is the most um, what would you say out of all the things you do with music? Do you um, record yourself? Do you because I know a lot of people when they're doing music themselves they tend to overthink and feel like oh i can't record myself it's not going to sound good so i shouldn't do it or i can't afford to go to a studio i can't afford the mic like do you believe in all that or do you think it's just how much work and effort you put into your own work and you can make anything sound good with whatever you have and if so how do you do your music and or what was when you first started how did you start and how is how are you doing it now 
for the people who are like stressing about it? What would you say? So I originally started recording at a studio when I lived in California. Um, and to be honest with you, I'm glad I started that way because the guy who I was recording with, he was, he was very patient. He was, he was very, um, helpful. And that I know from what I've heard, that doesn't happen very often. So he was able to help me one relax and get comfortable with the mic because I know a lot of us, you know, we don't one know how to use the mic when we're first recording and two, we don't like our own voices. And, um, he was able to call me, you know, he got me some tea and he really walked me through it. Um, so I think it was really good for me to have that experience. But as time went on, I started investing in my own home recording stuff because it's just easier for me to lay something down at home. Um, especially if like something pops into my head, I want to get it out real quick. Um, but I do not mix and master and I do not produce. I'm not patient enough to produce. So shout out to all the producers out there. Cause I just don't know how you guys do it. I've tried. I'm not patient enough. I will own that. Um, and as far as engineering goes, I have a guy out in Brazil, Matthew Seth. He's on a lot of my songs. He mix and masters most of my stuff. And I mean, most of it's pretty radio quality. So, um, I'm blessed to have him, but I know if I could, I would, I need hearing aids before I even try and jump in that pool. But, um, I would say get comfortable with who you are. You know, if you, if you are not confident in your sound and what, what you're creating, nobody else is going to be, they're not going to want to listen to you. And this is exactly what Missy Elliott had tweeted me a year ago was if you're not confident in what you're creating, nobody else is going to want to hear it. So if you believe that, you know, your music is, it's what's coming from your heart or your, you know, it's what you're confident in. Other people are going to hear that when you're genuinely happy and you're confident in yourself, it, it just resonates with other people and it's relatable. And it's just, it, it doesn't matter what you're saying. It's how you're saying it at that point. And I think that's really important for people to know is just be yourself and be confident in who you are. Don't try and be anybody else, but be you because there's only one you. So embrace it, own it, and then put it out there. Yo, pe people need to stop sleeping on karma because from Missy Elliott backing up, all right, to being out in California, to then going all the way to Texas, to having people in Brazil <laughs> makes this stuff. <laughs> she has, she's all over. Like, she's got, no, people need to stop. Like, you put in that work, you, no matter where you at, you finding ways. Like, there's no excuse. Like, I like that. I, I, I the, like, from, Everything that you're saying from the the equipment and learning, basically, because I, I I believe in that. I believe in if if you're gonna go somewhere and everything, I'm pretty sure you went and you started picking up what microphone and what equipment you needed and didn't need it and what you could do without. And it's like you said, you learn. You learn from experience. It was a good experience, and you went and but off of that, you were able to learn a few do's and don'ts. And that's the thing. Some people are too afraid to take that first step. They feel like. They can't do it themselves or it's impossible to go pay for it because they're not yep. willing to actually put in the work and see that, yo, there's there's people out there that probably have the home set up, but they have the know how of how to do the things you don't. And then once you actually sit there and look, you're like, OK, I know it takes this and this. And it's like you said, you don't you don't have the patience. It's me. I'm the same way. I don't have the patience for that mixing <laughs> stuff. And it, I tried it so many times and then I, I mess one little thing up and then I can't fix it. And I'm like, screw it. That's it. I'm done. I spent three hours. And yep. then that, that one That's, second, yep. I, 
everything is going. I'm sounding like the Transformers, and there's, I'm like, yo, fuck it. I'm done. Uh-uh. <laughs> then the next day, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get it. And then I do something even worse, and then I can't even fix it or undo it, and then I crash the... I, and I get so yep. frustrated. I don't have the the the. I, I feel like artists. Um, Maybe an excuse. I feel like a lot of artists have a lot of built up anger. So it's like we release it in our songs. So when yeah. it comes time for patience, we're like, nah, fuck this. I'm gonna write a song and that's it. And I'm gonna let somebody else do the old magic yep. shit. But so I, I feel you on that. And um, sorry. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm choking here. <laughs> I apologize. You're okay. Um. So after, I mean, as far as um, all the equipment and everything like that and the experience that you had doing music, what is something else, like, have you done any shows? Like, what is the most recent show, if you have done any shows, what is the most recent show you've done? And if not, what is a show that you would like to do for any event? Like, I know that there's, uh, it's me. I always used to say that I was going to be on MTV one day. Why? I don't know. I just thought it would be cool. I never had a specific thing, whether I was on TRL when it, that was a big thing or whether I was at the MTV Awards, movies or music awards or whatever. But if you've ever done a show, what is the most recent show you've done? And um, also, what is the show that you would like to be a part of in the future? So I have performed. I've performed on stage one, two, three, four times now. Um, I've also, I did live streams all through quarantine because it helped me get comfortable with performing, you know, and seeing myself, which is the biggest problem for me is seeing myself in the mirror. So that really helped me. But my most, my most recent performance um, was for the Royalty Sounds Mix and Sip. It was so much fun. I paid for backup dancers and the whole show was just, it was amazing. It was only a 10 minute set, but it was so much fun. It was, it was awesome having the dancers with me and it made me feel like I like, it sounds stupid, but it made me feel like a star. Like I had the girls with me and I was able we, you know, I was able to coordinate a couple moves with them and it just, it was so much fun. And the crowd liked my songs. I had a lot of people come up to me after I even got a radio interview right after, um, it was just really fun. Um, I'm excited for my next show, which is Saturday. I'm performing at our city's first Pride event, which is super exciting. I have a 30-minute set, and um, I'm really excited for that. But if I had to pick one show or, like, you know, award show to perform at, I would pick the Grammys. I've, I've dreamt of that since I was a kid. I have always wanted to just be up on the Grammy stage. I don't even care if I'm nominated for anything. I just want to be up on that stage. I just want to show everybody, you know, who I am and what I'm about and just make that dream a reality so the grammys is where i would go that's what's up i agree with you on that i always wanted to go to the grammys but just to have an excuse to go in that like that red carpet thing or whatever the hell that they have and just wear exactly some, i want to wear some crazy ass outfit and that's it just to be like the next day and be uh, yes. like, Yo, oh man just to be like, you saw what this dude was wearing what and were you wearing it. it just it just yes. vanished you won't see me for the rest of the show i just be a mystery that's it um, you mentioned, you mentioned performing and doing live streaming. So that was going to lead me to another question I wanted to ask. I might as well ask it now. How do you feel the internet has made an impact on music, good or bad? Like you said, one from doing live streaming and two, another one from actual music streaming period in the way, cause back then it was selling albums and you know performing and everything yeah. where now it's totally different now you don't have to worry about selling copies of albums or none of that because everything is digital and then you also don't really have to worry about going on tour or anything like that because yeah as much as that still is entertaining and fun 
Now you can take advantage of the digital space also because you can live stream and do different events. Like there's even, they, they do events in video games and stuff now, which are crazy. So it's like, what do yeah. you feel? How do you feel about that? Do you feel it's something good, bad? Are you worried about it? Are you happy and excited about it? Like, what's your take on that? I think it was really beneficial for a lot of us. I think um, it opens up more doors because now you're not just, you know, people don't have to pay and drive and, you know, spend time as, as much, you know, I enjoy doing that, but not everybody enjoys that. Not a lot of people are, they don't want to be around a whole bunch of people and, you know, drunk people. And it's easier to just watch your favorite artist perform right there on your computer screen or on your cell phone. And I think that's really amazing. I think technology has brought us such a long way and that's beneficial. I mean, look at these artists who are blowing up simply because of TikTok. Look at these artists who are blowing up because, you know, they're getting their name out there on Instagram and Twitter Live. Look at the people who are, you know, getting their music out on Twitch. There's just so many platforms available now to benefit artists. It's just a matter of whether you're using them or not. If you don't execute on your, on your end, nothing's going to come of it. So the people who are falling behind are the people who aren't wanting to come with you. They, they don't want to get with the times. They want to wait until everything reopens. And that may or may not happen in a lot of countries. You know, there's a lot of countries that are still shut down and masked up. USA is a little bit different, but it's not every state here. And I think by using live streams, you actually help yourself because people are getting to see you in person, which they wouldn't normally see. Like, yeah, you post pictures on Instagram, but that's not the real you. That's what you want people to see. So they get to know the real you when you get in front of that camera and you're live streaming and they can hear you talk in between songs and they can see the emotion when you actually perform that song. And that's how people get to know you. That's what makes them fall in love with you as an artist. Preach. I fucking love that. And I fucking totally agree with that. Like I said, real recognize real and the real you are the real side people see and they, they understand and they, they're like, all right, it's not. It's okay to, to be me. It's okay to be open. If she's doing it, if he's doing it, why the fuck can't I do it? You know what I'm saying? And I, I fuck with that. Exactly. And you mentioned uh, performing, doing, uh, um, being able to see your the real you through emotion and the way that you're performing and everything. What would you say is one of your favorite songs to perform that you feel expresses the best emotion or that you, you like? Because I know it's me and... I'm a guy or whatever, but I really like, like, those, I don't know, maybe it's just a dark, sad, depressed little boy in me or some shit, but I like hearing sad songs for some reason, because I'm like, all right, I'm not the only sad person in the world, you get what I'm saying? Like, but I don't like being sad, but I yeah. just, I like sad songs. So, what is a song uh, that, uh, what is one of your songs that you like performing live, whether on stage or on live streaming, that you really enjoyed because it it was uh, you feel expresses you're able to express the best emotion through the song. My favorite song that I love to perform is "Alive," and it's very simple. It's one line: "Music is my life," and I think that just that tells everybody everything they need to know about me in that one line. And when you see my eyes close and I'm on stage, and you you know. With everything in me, I'm saying it with all the conviction in the world that music is my life. Whether you're listening or not, I'm going to keep creating because it's, it's how I breathe. If I don't record, I feel like I'm dying. And I feel like that song just lets people know what music means to me and why I do it. You know, head in the sky, stars in my eyes, music got me feeling like a monk cloud nine. That's 
that's me. That's how music makes me feel. And, you know, people will say, oh, you're not lyrical, blah, blah, blah. I never once said I was a lyrical rapper. I say what comes to my mind from my heart. And that song is, is very important to me. It was inspired by two very important people in my life. And it's my favorite song to perform. And it's a fan favorite. You know, my siblings post it on their social medias. My mom knows every word. And I just, I think it's a beautiful song. I love it. I like that. I like the 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 vibe of the fact that you got your family and everybody else pushing your music as well. I really fuck with that. And if you you mentioned all these things that uh, you've been through and everything like that in all your songs, and you mentioned how as early as sixteen, um, you know, you experienced some things that not a lot of people experience. What would you say is one of the times that you got in the most trouble? Whether it's it was at school or at home or something, and it was because of your music or like a lyric you said, or maybe even online, and someone mistook it or something, and it's just like one of your favorites because you know it brings the most controversy. What would you say is whether it's a line or a song? What would you say that would be? Oh, I don't really think I've been in any trouble for my own personal music. Um, I can't, I can't even think of, I mean, my Wait What album has some songs that were a little, um, but. Like, like, in other words, I can't like, you think know how, of anything that, that's you know got how, me in trouble. You know how Eminem says a lot of controversial stuff that people are like, yo, you can't say mm-hmm. that. You get, like that. Like, what, what do you feel like people, and they're like, all right, oh. we understand, but they're like, yo, you, you don't need to say it. And you're like, why not? Like, I don't get it. You get what I'm saying? Like, what do you feel like a song that you feel is like nonstop? Back to back after each line, it's like, why? Okay, you can stop now. You can stop. But you're like, nah, you can listen. You get what I'm saying? Like, what do you feel is what, like one of those songs so yes. that people can go and listen um, to it and question? Uh, it's probably my song, uh, Bitch Please. Uh, from my Wait What album. There's 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 some lines in there. Um, uh, it was actually for somebody. I won't say their name because they don't deserve the clout. Um, but nice. they said I wasn't a real rapper because I sing as well. So um, I made a whole song for this person. Uh, but a couple of the lines, I'll, I'll read them to you. I have the lyrics pulled out. Um, here we go. Because I'm top notch, you LeBron flop. Can't see you losing when I'm at the top. Time to shut you down like a desktop. You weak bitch, just like a cop. Fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. she, said, she said fuck responded with a tweet. You're getting a whole song. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, that person got a whole song. I like that. I like uh, that. Let's see. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's some there's some lines in that people like that song because it's and again, it was from a real experience. It's not like I'm it's not cap. It's it's very real. I will throw hands if necessary. I don't want to, but I will. I have. It's not a secret. Um, but yeah. That's like, but I, I, I like the fact that you're upfront with that. I feel like everyone should be upfront with that. I don't think anyone should be I don't think anyone should have to fight, but I feel like when it comes to it, you shouldn't be afraid to because 
if you're not starting exactly. nothing, there, there shouldn't be nothing. And if there is something, then fuck it. You might as well finish with whatever someone else starts. You know what I'm saying? But I, I fuck with that. I like That's that. what I tell people. I'll never throw hands first, but if, if you if you hurt somebody that I care about or if you throw hands at me first, I'm going to whoop your ass, and that's just what it is. I don't want to, but I will. Respect. Along with that, what is the best advice you would give Oh no! What what is the best advice you were given by anyone? Uh, it was it was that Miss Elliot tweet. Um, she, I have the screenshot. Hold on, I had to screenshot that moment because I could die happy, and I had to show my mom. She was so proud of me for I a would, tweet. I would too. Um, Shit. Like I told you, I think that's that's something you could. That's bragging rights right there. I tried not to like when she followed me, I was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. Cause I don't want her to unfollow me in case it was an accident, but <laughs> it's been over a year and she still follows me. So <laughs> it was not no accident. Um, so yo. Basically I know I just, you know, it was right after I had put out my project, um, hear me before I'm gone with Matthew says, and like, it was so random. Like we dropped the EP and then within hours of it dropping, I had a follow from her and I was like, what the hell? But anyways, yeah. Um, so she said in this tweet, um, cause I said, you know, what drove her, somebody said, if you could ask anybody for advice, what would it be in the music industry? And I said, I would ask Miss Elliot, what drove her to keep pushing as a female artist, what inspired her drive and her music. And I'd ask her for her most valuable piece of advice about the industry. And she said, what inspired me to keep pushing was I felt like I had something different to offer musically and visually. And I believe that there was a crowd just like me. My advice is to be creative and believe in yourself. How can you convince people you got it if you unsure yourself? And that alone was just like mind blowing because it's true. If I am not confident in what I've got and I don't believe in what I'm pushing, nobody else is going to either. That's true. If you don't put an effort so I think in the show. Important. And I think artists need that. Exactly. Yep. I, I believe in that also. I believe you because and this, it shows because from the work that you put in the time that you put in you have people you have a support group that keeps coming around and it goes to show that there's other people it the more serious you take yourself the more serious other people take you because the more that you don't people are gonna look at it like yeah hey, okay okay uh-huh you know what i'm saying so i agree with that and um what do you think is is if is something you would be doing if it wasn't for music being that you have this story to tell and all this this like you have this energy what would you feel like if it if music wasn't around let's say that wasn't a thing what do you feel like would be the other creative outlet that you would have turned to um probably poetry i love poetry that's how it, it that's kind of how songwriting started when i took um a creative writing class in eighth grade i found that i just love poetry i started buying edgar Allan poe you know books with all this poetry, William Shakespeare, I still have them. I love those. Um, I, I fell in love with poetry and I love the passion and the emotion and the real, you know, the real feeling that goes into poetry because it's not just mindless words. It's, it's, it's how that person felt or is feeling or their experiences. And that's, that's kind of how music is for me. You know, like Tupac, for instance, his music was poetry and it was beautiful you know, as much as people didn't want to hear it, it made a difference. And I think that's how it should be. So poetry is what I, I really loved. 
And I think it's the easiest way to express, you know, what's locked up in my mind and my, my heart. I really like poetry too. Sometimes, I mean, like I said, I used to do music and uh, well, I, I can't say I used to. I still fuck with it. I just don't put it out there like that. I feel like I haven't made that. I haven't found that sound or whatever I really want that clicks with what I'm trying to put out there. So I still dabble with it. But yeah. I feel there's, I don't know, maybe some people say different, but I feel that poetry and writing music, even though they go hand in hand, they're still different. I feel like there's a certain type yep. of emotion that you can express differently through poetry with less words than you could with a whole three minute song. And like, I've never, yeah. it sounds weird, but it's like, I, it's, it's something you have to experience, I guess. And it's like, I, like you've mentioned too, with the Justin Bieber thing in the sense of you feeling it through his songs. There's so important poetry that when it's read the right way and if you've experienced certain things, yeah. it's just the fewest words can get to you and you can just, you understand. And it's something that no sound in a song can do or nothing. And it's like, you try to do that. I know as an artist, people try to get that way of mimicking that emotion and that feeling. So when the people hear those words with those sounds, it gives them that feeling you're trying to push out there. You get what I'm saying? And it's like sometimes yep. with poetry, yep. just with a few words, you can just make that that snap like, uh, I don't know. Anyway, but it, yeah, I totally fuck with that. I, I like the, the whole poetry thing. Um, what would you say? Well, not what would you say? What is next for karma? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm really working on getting myself out there. I've been focused on showing myself more and being more vulnerable. So, you know, I've, I've been doing those accountability, vulnerability posts. So people can see that I'm a real person working towards real goals. Um, I've been performing, which is obviously one of the best ways to get out in front of people. So I'm excited to be performing at pride because one that's on my bucket list is to attend pride and then two to perform at pride and i'm getting to do both for my first time this saturday um but i think you know i'm i'm heading in the right direction i'm not where i want to be obviously but i'm getting there i'm slowly but surely moving towards everything i've i've told myself i'm going to do and I think that's, that's what's most important. You know, my music right now is paying my bills, which not a lot of people can say that. And though it's not a lot of money, it's enough to cover my bills monthly. So that's, that's, I call that success for me. So anything more is just a bonus. That's what's up though. You're still working towards your goals and things are happening. Like from everything that you told me so far and everything and, and anyone who's been following you can see the progression. And that's what I like that you post everything that you're going good, bad, whatever. And people can see that they can look at your profile and see the progression from what it was like a year ago and now and see the difference and see the growth. And you, you even said it yourself, like you didn't think it would like happen in all these different things. And you got Missy Elliott sending you messages and hitting you up and following you and stuff like that. But now it's to the point that you're even able, you wanted to perform at the pride parade or a pride festival and, at the, and you're doing it. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like all these things happen because yeah. you probably wouldn't have thought it would have happened in a week or whatever. But the thing is, it goes to show the more consistent you are and you keep to things, people support you and 
weirdly enough, those things lead to real things happening. And it's crazy. Shit works out like that. You know, you put out good vibes and positive energy and that shit comes right back. Yep. Every time. So before we get out of here, what would you like to tell the people? Because I know they're all going to go to the description down below and check all your social media and click all your links so that they can get the information of where to go and check you out this Saturday when you go and perform. But what would you like to let the people know before you get out of here or your fans or the listeners or your new fans, anyone who's just curious to get to know you a little better? What's something you would like to say? What's a message besides everything else that you said for about your music? What's something that you would like people to to get out of this podcast about you as an artist and as a person? I want people to know that being different being unique, being an alien, so to speak, is okay. And to embrace it, own it, be confident in it, and don't be afraid to show the world who you are, the real you, not not the social media you, not the fitting in you, the real you, because that's what's going to resonate with people. You can be an alien and still make a difference. And I think that's what needs to happen is we need to be the change that we wish to see in the world. Otherwise we're just going to keep going around in circles. So I'd say if anything, just remember there's only one you, you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're kind, you're smart and you're important. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Karma for coming through and showing love and putting us on and letting us know more about you and for being as open as you are with your, your life and expressing any of your music and social media. Everybody, please make sure you go down to the description down below. Go show some love to her latest track. All the links will be down there for her social media, for her Twitter, her Instagram. So make sure you go any account that you use. I know you're using one of them, so don't act like y'all ain't be on Instagram or Facebook or something. They're all down there. Check them out. Show her love. Karma, thank you once again for coming through the clocking out. This has been another episode. Peace. Peace.